People of the world, welcome back to Send It Rising. Main story of the day, Facebook says 2021 polar vortex sapped 1% off net income thanks to higher energy costs. It just goes to show that climate change is a big deal, cold or hot. Yes, I know global warming is the word that everyone likes, words that everyone likes to use, but changes, massive changes in temperature have huge impacts on the economy. Let's talk about it. The Securities and Exchange Commission asked the meta platforms to detail climate risks. The company said it faced higher energy costs last winter as cold weather hit Texas, where it runs a data center. This from CNBC.com. So basically, a blast of freezing air um, can cost, you know, millions and millions of dollars, more money than perhaps you and I will make in our entire lifetimes. Quote, the company respectfully advises the staff that it regularly monitors its legal exposures and it has not identified any material litigation risks related to climate change that would be required to be disclosed under the applicable disclosure requirements. So basically, they knew that they were spending a lot more money uh, keeping their infrastructure warm because of this blast of Arctic air. And so the fight here is whether the SEC is going to fight them on this particular issue. According to the CNBC.com article the next week, the SEC pushed back saying Meta had not backed up its assertions and was asking for uh, more details. Eventually, we came to find um, that uh, the events had an impact of at least $100 million or 0.3% of net income before taxes in 2020. So there's a, a back and forth here. So obviously, Facebook doesn't want to disclose when they aren't making a lot of money. Um, especially to investors. Uh, polar vortexes describe winds that keep cold air circulating above the North Pole. Um, pretty wild how everything's all connected. Social platforms responding to the crisis in Ukraine. Socialmediatoday.com article, Russia's invasion into Ukraine has caused global angst, putting the military superpowers of the world at odds once again. How are social media platforms responding? I've mentioned on the show before that I believe optimistically that because we're able to film the events of war that people are less likely to commit atrocities because individuals may be held liable. Um, previously in wartime, generals, high-ranking officials, they would be the ones held um, liable uh, by, you know, whoever wins the war essentially makes the rules, right? Um, and uh, when there are when there's mountains of evidence that does change people's behavior, we know that... Um, uh, it, the advent of uh, cameras for police officers, um, there has been a change in law enforcement. Um, a lot of the court cases are heavily influenced by video evidence. Um, so there we have it. So unlike similar incidents in times past, this again from socialmediatoday.com, this battle is playing out in the age of social media with memes, misinformation campaigns, and scams adding to the confusion. Uh, what has Facebook done um, they've got 70 million users in Russia, 24 million in Ukraine. That's about half the total population of each nation. So the Russian government announced it would restrict access to Facebook. We covered this on the show. Um, Meta has uh, taken, let's see, a refusal to remove misinformation warning labels on posts from state-affiliated media. That's right. And now they're prohibiting ads from Russian state media. We covered this. Russia um, does not have its own social media platforms and messaging tools um, excuse me, they do have their own, obviously, but Meta has taken a strong stance. We'll see how that uh, unfolds. YouTube, 
According to the article, at the request of the Ukrainian government, Google-owned YouTube has announced that it's restricting access to Russia state-owned media outlets as well. Um, the Wall Street Journal is quoted, as always, our teams, uh, excuse me, YouTube's quoted via the Wall Street Journal as saying, as always, our teams are continuing to monitor closely for news developments, including evaluation, evaluating what any new sanctions and export controls may mean for YouTube. Um, basically, demandas, uh, Russia is demanding access to their YouTube channels um, and Twitter has banned political ads and announced a temporary ban on all ads in Ukraine and Russia. TikTok, this will be interesting because we know that TikTok is a, is a Chinese-owned company. Um, let's see. They say they're using the app to spread orchestrated disinformation while thousands of related videos are being uploaded to the platform, many fake, causing significant headaches for TikTok's moderation team. So they are fighting against against it tiktok has made no official comment on the uh, conflict we'll see hopefully um we will be able to see a positive net effect of all of us having phones in our pockets where we are able to um take footage that would previously not exist there is a caveat here i, I saw an interesting tiktok of a gentleman saying do not disclose troop movements um for example if you are pro-Ukraine, uh, you would not want to let, uh, you know, folks know where those Ukrainians are. Um, so it's almost like the individuals with their phones are intelligence gathering. It's not almost as if they're doing it. They are doing it. And uh, the populace at this point, uh, the population simply does not know what's good and bad. Uh, we are very uneducated and ignorant when it comes to uh, military tactics, by and large. So it'll be interesting to see just what this flood of information will do in regards to how this war plays out. A good example would be someone posting to TikTok where a particular group is, how many tanks they have, all this sort of information um, is going to be available. And I, I guarantee you each military is gathering as much data as they can using using algorithms to be able to determine uh, the movement of various um, military outfits, number of bombs, uh, where the damage is. There's just so much information that's relevant that people are readily posting online. Moving on, YouTube expanding alerts on potentially offensive comments updating creator payment processes from socialmediatoday.com. YouTube's expanding its warnings on potentially offensive comments to desktop while it's also updating its payment system. So comment warnings, all links, by the way, to all articles are right there in the description if you wanna read. Back in 2020, YouTube launched new comment warnings on the mobile app. So basically, um, it says, help us keep comments respectful. Take a moment to ensure that your comments follow the, the guidelines. Um, so basically, there's just a prompt. This is similar to what Twitter did, where if you were going to post an article, a little prompt would come up saying, hey, do you actually want to read this article before retweeting? Things like that. This is uh, just simply an alert you can post anyway. Um, it's algorithmically based. Um, and then they updated their AdSense. According to YouTube today, what happens is your YouTube and AdSense earnings are paid into one single payment account. And once the balance hits $100, uh, earnings are dispersed. If you're wondering how much money YouTube makes by not paying out until they get to 100, it is a massive quantity. 
the number of people that never get to that $100 uh, amount is is a staggering number. Um, starting in March, they're rolling out um, YouTube earnings into a separate payment account. If you're a YouTuber, this is relevant. Instagram launching automated captions for feed videos. It used to be YouTube leading the charge, Facebook leading the charge with auto captions. Now we see auto captioning everywhere all of the time now being added to Instagram for feed videos. After launching automated captions, according to socialmediatoday.com for IGTV uploads in 2020, and then expanding captions to stories, they've now gone and done auto, uh, created auto-generated captions in Instagram feed videos as well. Um, this is relevant from a social media and SEO perspective because, again, we know that words spoken count as uh, physical written words, which is to say when I upload this podcast to YouTube, um, every word I say counts as additional content. Very important to understand. And finally, TikTok facing investigation into its impact on young people's mental health. Oof, you can only uh, only wonder um, just how bad it can get for certain folks. Several state attorneys general are concerned for safety and well-being of children. This from TheVerge.com. A coalition of state attorneys general from California, Florida, Kentucky, and more are investigating TikTok for its potential effect on young people's mental and physical health. The group of AGs is looking to see if the way TikTok designs, operates, and markets this platform has a negative effect on children teens and young adults health. It would not surprise me in the least that it does. As an adult, I'm fairly conscious of the fact that I should be looking at certain kinds of content. I should be looking at positive content, food-related content, uh, mental health, positive mental health-related content, funny content. Um, I'm not interested in overly sexualized, uh, violent content, etc. Um, whereas when you're a kid, you know, that sort of stuff uh, might be more appealing to you. TikTok has struggled, according to TheVerge.com, uh, in the past to meet the needs of its younger users. It had to pay $5.7 million to the FTC to settle accusations that Music.ly, which was its predecessor, didn't get proper permission from parents and young children who signed up to use the app. My daughter uses TikTok for children, um, which every video I've seen on it has been good. Um, so you got to give credit where credit is due there. Um, but we'll see about, uh, is TikTok... Just like smoking, right, for your mental health. Is it terrible for you? Um, we are in the, in the very early stages of that. So I think it's fair to say that we don't know. Facebook lost $95 million off of a polar vortex in 2020. Interesting stuff. Um, social platforms responding to crisis in Ukraine. All of them are taking a stand, as far as I can tell, except for TikTok. Is it enough? What do you think? Leave a comment, youtube.com forward slash send it rising. YouTube expanding alerts on potentially offensive comments. Okay, great. So more alerts doesn't mean we'll see more negative comments. I feel like YouTube, when they got rid of the dislike count, um, opened the door to this sort of only positivity is allowed on our platform, which I think, you know, we need an adult in the room. You know, if you're 12 and you're leaving like horrible comments on some YouTube channel, uh, you know, maybe someone needs to check you when your parents aren't, aren't in the room and they're not looking at what you're doing. Instagram launches automated captions for feed videos. Everything's auto-captioned now. And finally, uh, does TikTok play a role in mental health going sideways for young adults? My guess, it does. Uh, but I think it's early, so we're not entirely sure. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for swinging by the show today. I much appreciate it. Why don't you go to youtube.com forward slash send it rising. If you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, or another podcast platform, oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. 
If there's anything I can do for you, let me know. I-N-F-O, that's info at senditrising.com. We build gorgeous WordPress websites. We write really long blogs. We rank our clients in search engines and uh, have the best staff in the world. Thanks so much. We'll see y'all next time. Bye for now.